Tennessee. Hawks three. Shifley can't clear it. Bozak in front. They score! Schwartz tipped it in. I do not believe it. Schwartz has given the Bulls with 15 seconds to go. A 3-2 to two lead. This is crazy. All the chances that Schwartz has had. He bangs this one out of midair. Unbelievable persistency in the offensive goal. They are going crazy at ballpark village in St. Louis. And why would they be? Holy goodness. The Blues have got a 3-2 lead with 15 seconds remaining. What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. This isn't fair. What's this? What's this? What's this? There's something very wrong. What's this? There's people singing songs. What's this? The streets are lined with little creatures laughing. Everybody seems so happy. Have I possibly gone daffy? What is this? What's this? Everything. That's a different sound than I expected to make. Mm-hmm. I expected just a long moan or a groan or something that rhymes with own. A grunt. But we don't have to do that because it's Thursday. When Thursday? It's Thursday. Hey. Last time I said it was Thursday and it wasn't. This time I tried to say it was Thursday and doubted myself. Thursday, April 18th. And the Blues defeated the Winnipeg Jets 3-2 to two in the strangest game I ever did watch. Yeah. Yesterday was my birthday. Which, Congratulations, you made it which another year. added a year to my life, but tonight I felt like I added about 10 years <laughs> to my life uh, because of the damage the Blues have done to my poor sweetheart in... How do you feel to be recording tonight in hell? <laughs> I didn't have a place cooked up. This is like one of those times where you think you know what you're going to be doing one day or one evening. You're going grocery shopping today, but or going to ballpark. Yeah, 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 anything like that. But then actually, you end up in like. Chicago that evening uh-huh. somehow, and you're like, I was not expecting to be in Chicago. I was expecting to be on the in floor, pants on the couch, crying about a blues loss. <laughs> but here we are, I a blues victory. Don't know what this world. Is. I don't know. It's been an hour. Mm. It's an hour, and I still <laughs> can't process. Anything at all. Yeah, I'm still kind of shell-shocked. I'm like joy mingled with really true despair in a sense. In a way that even the blues have not quite brought out of me in the past. So I guess we just get into it. Maybe that'll help us process our emotions. Listen, you you all were here last episode, unless you heeded our strongly worded <laughs> advice and left early. I haven't listened to the listenership, so it's possible that you all did. Uh, I haven't looked at the listenership, <laughs> rather. But it's a late night. 
You you know full well, and if you listen to us often enough, you probably share our perspective. We were expecting a big old L. Just a mm-hmm. big old L. It looked like one. And we it did much of the way through the game, in fact. Uh, but it, it especially looked like one when 12 seconds into this nightmare of a start. Adam Lowry scored his first goal of the postseason. Brandon Tanev got an assist, as did Andrew Kopp. Pure suffering. Just real genuine <laughs> suffering. The Jets won the opening faceoff and shit the puck in deep. Andrew Kopp held off Petrangelo uh, because, as I said at the time when I was taking these notes, he is good for fuck all this series. It is going to be fun to read back how angry <laughs> I was. Cop uh, got it to Tanev, who took a shot from a ridiculous angle that Bennington blocked but couldn't contain. It went right to Lowry in front. Sulky finalist Ryan O'Reilly really has no idea where Lowry is <laughs> as he turns around, so he's wide open for the easy finish. Those One, votes are during yes. those votes, the votes are during the regular in. season. The votes are in. It, it has no effect. Ryan O'Reilly looked right at the camera and said, "No takesies, backsies." It is weird that like they told us who the finalists were today. Yeah, but they know who the winner is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know exactly who it is. But okay, it better be Ryan O'Reilly. Well. T- should we talk about that now? Let's or just later? do it now. Okay. I'm doing now. So Ryan O'Reilly was a finalist for the Selkie Trophy, which is the uh, defensive offensive trophy, not to be confused with the Norris Trophy, which is the offensive defenseman <laughs> trophy, and no one else. Yeah. Get fucked, Mark Edward Vlasic. I don't know why. But I'm how did Barrett Chapman win it? Oh wait, did he win that? No, he won Rookie no, he of the won Year. Calder. I maintain my question is the same. Oh, it's an equally valid question <laughs> regardless. But He beat Henrik Zetterberg. We've had two Norris Trophy winners in the history of this franchise, and I wouldn't make you guess because it would you get be them stupid. very <laughs> Rob Ramage. Eric, <laughs> Eric Brewer. And, and Eric Brewer, yeah, yeah, done. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, Brian O'Reilly's a, a finalist for the Selkie alongside Patrice Bergeron, who played, like, distinctly fewer than 82 mm-hmm. games this year, right? Yes. And Mark Stone, who's a winger. Mm. And therefore can't win it. So Ryan O'Reilly needs to win it. I think O'Reilly has. Let me let me let me just for the record yeah. say Mark Stone should be totally able to win it. Yeah. But history dictates that wingers do not win this award. Yeah. If we so. toss Mark Stone out and you just compare Bergeron to O'Reilly, I believe O'Reilly had more. Obviously, had more games played. If he played every game. Uh, he also started in the defensive zone more, had the league-leading face-off percentage, and I believe he also had less giveaways and more takeaways than Bergeron. So just from that standpoint alone, from those multiple points, I think he really should win it. Lady Bing, though, I don't know. He's a real asshole. 12 is, penalty minutes. Is he with Barkov and somebody for that? Oh, who's the other guy? How did Barkov not get a sulky finalist? What's wrong with this? Was lady? he in that last year? I can't remember. Yeah, he was. Uh, let's see. Lady Bing finalists. Alexander Barkov and Sean Monahan. Weird. What a weird award. What a weird award that is. But that's the Sportsmanship Award. And then I believe O'Reilly is also our nominee for the King Clancy Award. There's one of those per team, right? Mm -hmm. And therefore he probably won't win it. 
Um, because someone else will have a sadder story. Someone else's tendon blew up and <sighs> their family was in a car wreck. Jay Bomeister should be the... Isn't he nominated not, for a thing? That's not the... Com- King Clancy isn't the comeback. That's the community service one. Okay. I think Masterson is maybe the comeback award. So I think he was nominated was for that. Was he nominated from our team or yeah, yeah. was he a finalist? No, I think he was nominated from our team. Okay. I want to say. He was nominated for something. And it wasn't most likely to be an accountant <laughs> while playing in the NHL. Yeah, the Blues right... He's winning that a thousand years running. Yeah, the Blues right out of the gate told you exactly who they were. They were a team that was not oh going to defend God. in front of the net. And thus, Adam Lowry scored point blank. So, Bo Meester is our nominee. <laughs> But I forgot that it might as well be called the Robin Lanier Award yeah. this year. Well, there's always a guy that's the runaway for Wait, it. Like, Joe there's Thorne? no point. They call this headline says Masterson Trophy nominations around uh, announced. Leonard Thornton among those up for per, award for perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication. How about Joe Thornton eats a big old bag of dongs? How about that? He perseveres through all of your name calling. He perseveres through all of his dirty hits. He perseveres because he's never once gotten suspended. Mm, You can persevere right to hell. Uh, He sure can. And Kevin Hayes persevered until the Jets got their second goal of the first period. You're welcome for that smash cut back to reality. Um... Justin Bufflin, Justin Bufflin? Oh, no. Oh, boy, it's off the rails, folks. Dustin Bufflin entered the zone cleanly because our defense was backtracking and doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, He then passed to Hayes along the boards. Hayes cut in and around Edmondson like a fucking traffic pylon. And Dunn and Barbashev watched him fucking do this. They did nothing more to prevent this goal than I did from my couch in Baldwin. (laughs) And he (laughs) scored around... Bennington. I mean, it was a great individual effort, but it really was like a parallel parking test. There were no obstacles. I mean, there were obstacles, but they weren't. But all moving. you had to do was avoid. Yeah. Them. <laughs> um, yeah. So ugh, you can tell from my coarse language and apologies to our young viewers in the audience. Hopefully, <laughs> the, they're not. And the cats listening. Oh, indeed. The cats that listen during the day. Um, <laughs> Alexa, play those two fucks for my cats. <laughs> I was really worried mine wasn't going to be muted. And, and you were wondering what like, it was going to pick up? <laughs> what two fucks can I play for his cat? Uh, so, the blues... Finish the first period down two to nothing. Game over. And it's just angry. Just, just do it. Just do it. You know that's how we feel if you listen to last episode or as Stephen has said, any episode, really. Episode you just know that we were down 2-0 to the Jets. They had won the last two games. Me and Stephen had given up. And let's chat. Let's chat here for a moment because I think Mr. Blue's hat made a really, or maybe it was Fabry's hair. No, it was um, Blue's hat, I think. It was a Blue's hat. He's the more negative of the two. More, you're right, you're right. And it was, I can see it now. But um, he made a really good point at the end of the game, and he says, okay, I know most of you get it on this account. For the others, try not to take things that sound crazy seriously. If I truly had no hopes even ever for the Blues, I wouldn't do this account or buy season tickets, etc. I care, I hope, I vent, I love the Blues. And I think that is such a 
good truth that there are some people, not all people, but some people that need to hear. Because I'm really tired of this attitude that some people have where it's like, well, if you criticize this team, you're really not a fan. You're not a true fan. Or if you ever for a moment doubt when they're down two to nothing and they've looked lifeless for seven straight periods that they might go on to win this series, you're not a good fan. And my counter to that argument was, if you saw us down two to nothing and you thought the Blues were likely to come back from that, you probably don't know the history of this <laughs> franchise, and maybe you're not a good fan. But it's really not even that. I don't. It's not a tip for tat thing. It's just like people are going to experience things differently. And if some of us go through mild panic attacks every time the Blues go down two to nothing in a playoff game, just bear with us. We still love the team. Yeah, and I don't think you or I on Twitter go after anyone who's being positive. We might look at each other and be like, well... <laughs> Silently, we do Yeah, sometimes. we might be like, I most certainly don't agree with that. But like, we, if you that's if you really believe in them, good for you. Because I wish I could sometimes. I would too. Oh my god, yes, please. And like we like uh, he mentioned, like Blues Hat mentioned, we too sort of, we feel that hope. It's still within us. This is why we tweet about or even do this podcast. We still have the hope. It's just... Under, you know, inches and feet and miles of fucking cynicism and pessimism. Like, it's there. Believe me, it's there. And it's strong enough to keep us around. It's just that that's the way we vent our yeah, frustration. Absolutely. It's weird because, like, before this game, between our last podcast yeah. and before this game, I was like... I'd gotten back to the point where I was like, well, you know, they could just win. That's the worst part about Game 5. And then... They could just do it. 12 that. seconds in, they score, and I felt nothing. I have literally never felt less emotion towards something. <laughs> you could have told me a letter from my bank came in the mail, and I would have had a stronger emotional <laughs> spike. Pulse. Um, yeah. 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 But you know what? It wasn't all she wrote for the St. Louis Blues. Let's talk about the second period, though, because this was a big sack of nothing that could have been a big sack of a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the biggest moment, kind of the most iconic, memorable moment here, was when Kevin Hayes got a shot through the five-hole of Jordan Bennington, and then as his momentum and one of our players were kind of escorting him around the net, he somehow got his stick back on the puck and basically saved it. Yeah, because he saved it on the momentum line. momentum would have more than likely carried it into the net before anyone else could react. Yeah. And whether he meant to try and... I think he was trying to jam at it just to, you know, for sure get it across. Yeah, and he just got on the wrong side of it and knocked it the wrong it out. way. And um, it kept it from being a 3 nothing game, at which point it really would have probably yeah, been Yeah, Kevin over. Hayes taketh and kevin hayes giveth you know i really wanted us to trade for kevin hayes at the deadline if we were going to get any rental mm -hmm. and as it turns out he was we just planted him as an insider agent mm -hmm. um so yeah there was that was a big moment there was a moment here where the blues literally just committed a too many men on the ice penalty and they didn't whistle it yeah, you because, can bury your whistle for like cross checks but that's just and a tripping, thing. but like you can't bury your whistle for too many men or, or like, like delay of game, delay of game, like, yeah, which we got later on. But yep. like, 
That's yeah, just like it's the just rule. A thing. It's just like offsides. It's like, well, if he's standing over there. Maybe Barbie didn't play, but man, he went on off the ice, then kind of back on, and the puck sort of stopped around him. And I was like, uh, what? Yeah. No, not a great moment. Um, Robert Thomas got a stick up high on Dmitry Kulikov, and he uh, bled him. He bled him like a stuffed pig, mm-hmm. and that was a double minor. Great and going, Robert. Darren Pang said, which I mocked ruthlessly at the time, Blues can get a lot of momentum from killing this one off. And they successfully killed it off, and honestly, uh, the Jets' power play didn't look especially dangerous in that entire four minutes, I don't think. Mm-mm. Uh, and that was pretty late in the second period, I think. And then we got a penalty right at the end of the second period. What was the penalty? Mm. Do you remember? That was... God, I can't remember I'll now. I'll look it up. You I remember... Useless. <laughs> I remember the other two. I mean, the two again that we committed, but I can't remember what well, tell us was about against those us. While we stall for time. Well, I mean, we just talked about them. Well, tell, give us your take. Tell a story. I think <laughs> Game of Thrones this week is going to be a very interesting episode because really, are they gonna are are the White Walkers gonna show up at any point in the episode? No, no, no. They're no, gonna they show were up just in Winnipeg. They're gonna show up oh, at the end, of course. So it's it's not a waste at of an Florida episode. Germain. Yeah, it's not it's a waste. It's like a spirit bomb episode. Though. Yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> you just gotta everyone. There's there's moments. There's moments you cherish, but uh-huh. it's really like let's just get this shit over with so uh-huh. I can start seeing some stuff. You know? Lannisters, lend me your energy. Yeah, oh, I only please. say Lannisters because I can't pronounce any of the other <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Targaryens yeah, and I'm, your. Starks? You can do Starks. Target shoppers and stork babies and yeah. All Where's that Tony stuff. Stark at? They could probably use mm. him right in about now. <laughs> that's how it that's how it concludes. He just flies over the battlefield oh, and nukes everybody. Episode five, a portal's opening up and Thanos is fucking <laughs> stepping out a hundred percent. Oh, that would be that would be like a ta- a thousand times worse than the uh how I met your mother ending. I will <laughs> I want everything I watch to be one universe. Oh, yeah. That's what I strive for. Disney's going for it, man. Yeah, they're, they're going. trying. That's true. It was roughing against Jacob Truva on Vladimir Tarasenko. Oh. With 21 seconds left in the period. So the Blues entered the third period. That was a wonderful interlude, by the way. Thank, thank you. Well yeah, done. Thank you. The thank Blues you. <laughs> entered the third period with a man advantage for a minute and 31 seconds. Minute and 39 seconds. <laughs> and a minute and 29 seconds into the third period, they scored a goal. Ryan O'Reilly woke up from his long slumber and got an assist from David Perron and Braden Shin. Petrangelo held the puck in on the power play, which is miracle enough. The whole team was shocked. <laughs> the whole team didn't know what they, to they do. They just literally fell over and had to stand up again. Uh, he passed it to Shen eventually, who took a big shot, uh, which rebounded off Hellasuck, and <laughs> Perron whacked at it. Nothing went back to O'Reilly, who whacked at it and knocked it in. Steven, did you feel hope at this moment. Oh, I was very angry, to tell you the <laughs> truth. The emotion I felt mostly was anger, because I, again, I'm not I'm not advising anyone to have this mindset. I probably need 
genuinely serious counseling. Yeah, professional help. But at help. this point, I'm thinking, you're still going to blow it. Why do you hurt me like this? <laughs> it's an attachment disorder, really, is what it is. I was like, you I know, want some them counseling. to push me away. And then they draw me back in, and that daggers me all the more. So I try to keep them at an arm's distance. I had like two counseling courses <laughs> in seminary, so I have attachment issues mastered. And so um, <laughs> now you know, folks. That's how it goes. I thought you were going to say you had massive a- Attachment problems. <laughs> you have massive <laughs> attachment issues. Uh, we kid, but seriously, they're you know mental health. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's very important, mm. folks. Go get go get treated. Treated? That's not the right word. Moving on. Get yourself treated. <laughs> get yourself checked. Hashtag Bell. Let's talk. Joel Edmondson was penalized for delay of game after flipping the puck over the glass. What? an idiot. Oh, Joel, this has not been your series. Oh, God. You're really right about Vince Dunn, although he's been kind of iffy today. (laughs) But prior to this, to talking about Edmondson, like, he was steady and everyone else, because Edmondson will have an okay game, a, a relatively good game, and then just back down to the shitter. Joel Edmondson, there is no way we won't be paying him too much on this contract. Which is why I'm all for trading yeah. as an RFA. I'm leaning. I'm leaning into your strategy here. Just sell them to Edmonton. Sell them to someone that's like we do need any defenseman. We go, dude. We got like a guy that's way better than just any defenseman, big and physical. And they're like, oh shit, oh shit, really? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh. You got 11 billion left-handed defensemen too. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, like 11. <laughs> so yeah, I could I could legitimately see it, but we killed the penalty again. Our penalty kill, not so great coming into this game. We were at seventy percent, which put us near the bottom of the league in the postseason. But got hot today at the right time. Um, this penalty, when did it happen? The penalty happened at six ten, so the penalty expired at eight ten. It was a while before that paid off in the, for the Blues, but they did sort of consistently build momentum in the third period. What's what's on your mind? Oh, I'm just I'm just, just laughing waiting. at early later later notes. But oh, yeah, okay. Okay. oh, I didn't. We looked better. The third period was <laughs> I <see>. yeah. <laughs> the third period was by far obviously. Now that you know that we won our best period, but I thought the Blues were trending up. From maybe even the beginning of the second. I mean, it was relatively even, but they did definitely look like they were pushing more. I don't know if there was much offensive strategy still, as far as I could tell. But they did start to push the pace a little, and I like to see that in a game that we've said over and over again. They kind of had to win. That's not an elimination game, but they had to win the game. I agree, and to bear that out, we had... uh... Well, statistically, I can't bear that out because according <laughs> That's to nat- not true. Natural Stat Trick, the second was our worst period of possession. According to Natural Stat Trick, we had 64% Corsi in the first period, which cannot be true. Mm, check those numbers. <laughs> and, uh, that doesn't pass my eye test. <laughs> it was dead 50-50 in the second, and then we had 55 in the third. Um, well, at least it was going up from the second. At least it was a thing. Uh, the Blues, as you already know, won this game. So we can just skip ahead to 1352 when Braden Shin 
tied the game, sort of, with his first goal of the postseason, assisted by Oscar Sundquist and Jay Bomeister. I think when you thought critical goal by the Blues <laughs> coming into this game, you thought Bomeister to Sundquist to Shin, and you locked it in for the Boucher-Gross overtime challenge. And he didn't just give you a shirt, he gave you an autograph shirt and an 8 by 10 and you got it right because we all knew. We all knew those were the three that would connect. Thanks, Coming Gucci. into the season, coming in just from the off season, when we made all those big off-time, off-season acquisitions, we thought these are the three players who really benefit from this. We've been calling it all year long. Uh, <laughs> I read it again. I wrote for some reason, no tears, only dreams now. Uh, Bo Meester passed to Shen on the zone entry, not Shen, Oscar Sundquist. He moved around uh, Dustin Bufflin, who took him down hard, and he slammed into the puck as the end to the post as the puck goes in front. Shin knocked it in as the goal is being knocked loose. There's a long review, and they give us the goal. Oh, thank God. When this was happening, I'm like, oh, this is the special way they figure to rip our hearts yeah. out this time. They always got to find Not a new just, way. Yeah, you got to keep it fresh. You yeah. don't want you don't want your material to get stale um blues are like we can't win but we got to lose differently (laughs) with that caveat i'm still not convinced that we should have gotten this overturn or should have gotten this goal so convince me and i was like in the face of all the evidence that's in our notes now i was i was building to you i i mean i knew what you were doing up on a platter i gotcha so credit to 14th and Clark on Twitter for referencing us to rule 63.6. I love anything that's got big numbers and then points in it because oh, that yes. means there's many rules. Ah, awarded goal. In the event that the goal post is displaced either <laughs> deliberately or accidentally by a defending player or goalkeeper prior to the puck crossing the goal line between the normal position of the goal posts, the referee may award a goal. I really wish that it had started with, ah, awarded goal, <laughs> like you said it. I'm sorry, I just found it here. I was flicking through my, my giant book. Ah, <laughs> awarded goal. It says, in order to award a goal in this situation, the goal post must have been displaced by the actions of a defending player, Dustin Bufflin, or a goalkeeper. <laughs> The puck must have been shot, or the player must be in the act of shooting. That seems like a forward motion sort of thing from the NFL, and that seems kind of hard every once in a while. Um, At the goal, prior to the goalpost being displaced. And it must be determined that the puck would have entered the net between the normal position of the goalposts. This isn't convoluted at all. (laughs) The goal frame is considered to be displaced if either or both goal pegs are no longer in their respective holes in the ice or the net has come completely off one or both pegs prior to or as the puck enters the goal. So, so for one thing, I'm getting really intense deja vu, like we've read some part of that on the podcast before, because especially that last part just seems like, yeah, <laughs> the goal's displaced when the goal's displaced. We got it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in plain English, before you read the actual ruling, in plain English, what they're saying is you can award a team a goal uh, on a displaced net if the player, if it gets knocked off by a player being forced into it, 
mm-hmm. or by a defensive player doing it themselves. Mm. And only if they judge that the shot is already happening before it goes off the rails and would have been a goal had it not gone off the post. Yeah. So if you shoot it two feet wide and the net moves into that path, it's not a goal. Mm. Which I'm not entirely sure. Like, this was pretty far right in the displaced net. Really? Wasn't I, it, like, dead center? Maybe, it was. maybe I'm just making that up. You're probably some, right. No, you might be right, because someone else is like, there was some other guy saying, like, I'm pretty sure it would have hit around the post area. And I was like, maybe not dead center, but I'm pretty sure it was no, pretty you're close. Probably right. I'm probably making too much out there. Anyways. You the, want to read the ruling? Yeah, the ruling on the Braden Shengle from the war room in Toronto was, or the war. situation room, sorry. The situation room informed the referees that the puck entered the Winnipeg net between the normal position of the goalposts. The referee then awarded the goal to St. Louis because of the actions of Dustin Bufflin caused the Winnipeg net to become displaced as Braden Shen was in the act of shooting the puck into the Winnipeg net. Cut and dry! I would love to watch like a round of games from the situation room. Just especially in the playoffs when only two games are happening at any one time and they're just sitting there chewing their popcorn and then this happens and they go, oh shit, boys, we got a situation. I hope they had a button. Get on the horn. <laughs> oh shit. Get, get O'Hallahan in here. He's the big situation guy. And he's like, what do we got? Yeah, I wish hope they treat it like real fucking serious. What do we got? There's a bogey. It entered the net, but the net was dislodged. He's like, my God. He's got a big cigar. No, he's got a cigarette because it's the 80s or whatever, and he's got his big fucking glasses. <laughs> they say everything in military time. Coach, it's, it's 1,900 hours in Winnipeg. Yeah. We need a call. There's a curfew in the streets. Oh, that's when you see the reflection of the screen in his glasses. And oh. He's like, it's a goal. Tell and him. it's like fuzzy and like wavy. He goes, tell them it's a goal, and there's someone in there that's like a Winnipeg fan, and they're like, dude, My God. like, well, Hallahan, you can't. And he's like, it's a goal. Call it in. And, and he's then like, a horn I don't goes want off to. In the situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want the guy like, I don't want to. You do it, or I'll do it myself. I'll have your head, McCoy. <laughs> yeah. You got it. You've seen the movie. Oh, God, I love it. Situation Room, coming to theaters from Paramount Pictures. You're going to be hearing a lot of that next (laughs) next year. Starring Tommy Lee Jones and Jay Baruchel, because he's got to be in everything Mm. hockey-related. So, yeah, that's a goal. How do you feel, really, about us getting that goal? I hate this team when we get the goal. I'm Obviously, I love this team, but I'm like, really... Because like you said, this is going to be the new way. This You're is still the new just like, way. oh, so an overtime loss. Yeah, I'm like, we're going to go to OT and we're going to fucking lose. And because all I know is pain. All I know with the St. Louis <laughs> Blues is pain. I don't, I can't function with the other ones, with the, the goodness feelings. <laughs> the, any of the other good feelings. Do you remember, do people remember the Dallas game, game seven, where we beat oh, Dallas God. six to one? It was very confusing. My, I didn't get it. I really didn't get it. I was like, so we just beat them at home in like the elimination game. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, I just, I, why? How? Why did we? Why did we do that? Like because we can? It didn't make any sense. So basically, yes, I wouldn't. A win here wouldn't have made any sense to me. I agree. When was the last time we won a game five? Never. Like, <laughs> I don't ne- think like we've seriously, ever won we one. didn't win. 
We the one against- we beat the Wild in five, right? Oh, okay. Right, so, fair enough. But, but other than that? After being up 2-0 or whatever, lost obviously lost it to Chicago and L.A., lost it to Chicago and Dallas. Which game did we lose to the Wild? Three? Uh, four. four. It was four. So we were up three nothing. I just checked this the other day. I'm pretty sure it was gross. four. Of course we would. Of but course that, we would. But that kind of makes sense. They it always does, say the fourth like, one's the hardest. Like you have to. Yeah. For if which, you're the wild, which we which, always say about us. <laughs> which is why the which is why the Blues aren't going to win Game Six. Oh no! We'll get there. We haven't got. We'll get there. Oh, uh, we haven't even gotten to the happy part. We're already <laughs> going back to the sad feeling. Hey, that's what you come to this podcast for. <laughs> yeah, if you come here for positivity, we're going to be sorely disappointed. But it seemed like the Blues were po- plummeting towards another overtime defeat until, with 15 seconds left. He's laying on the puck behind the net. It's trapped under, and there are 20 seconds left. The game is plummeting, plummeting, plummeting towards overtime, but eventually the puck gets dislodged. Now Mark Scheifele has it on his stick. He tries to clear the puck, but Tyler Bozak, the the weirdly clutch superstar of the St. Louis Blues, slams into the board. Not really, but slams up to the boards and (laughs) intercepts the puck keeping it from getting out of the zone or to another Jets player. He fires it wildly into the center where he knows, maybe knows, that Jaden Schwartz is lurking, but without, like, it's not a pass or anything. It's just a wild shot. Mm -hmm. But Jaden Schwartz up from the crypt, back from the dead, right off of the milk carton, deflects it out of midair and in to the yawning chasm that is the Winnipeg Jets net behind Connor Hellebuck, not very good at goalkeeping. Hella sucks. And the St. Louis Blues, as Darren Pang orgasms a little <laughs> bit in his suit pants. Oh, yes. Take a 3-2 to two lead with 15 seconds left. Whiteout be damned. And Jaden Schwartz, and typically uh, euphoric terminology, says... It was just a good shift. I think uh, I think he knew I was there somewhere. Just tried to get my stick on it. Kind of a lucky bounce. Thank you, Jaden. We can count on you for your excitement <laughs> any day of the week. Jo- uh, did you happen to see the gif of Jordan Bennington's celebration that Christiana? No. He put a clock on it <clears throat> and he tweeted it out and said, "Look at Jordan Bennington's really excited celebration of mm-hmm. the goal." And. Uh, <clears throat> He just skate. He just skate. He just, just typical. He just like skates a lap and makes no emotional reaction. Do, all, do goalies do that? Is that what they do on a goal that's scored? <laughs> do so, they just yeah. literally skate out from? Because they've got to be like, you know, even if they're not like. Oh, because they they get their little momentary break now yeah. too. Mm-hmm. There's no puck coming for him. That's a good point. So, the Blues take a three to two lead. 
I think we both thought there was still like a 9% chance that the Jets tied it. I was just thinking, you please win <clears throat> that center ice face-off. Oh, God. Because if they win it, we've literally seen a 3-on-3 OT where they won the face-off oh, and then just scored in under 15 seconds. So, yeah. I could have seen it happening. We, we, we saw it at the start of this game. Yeah, it's exactly. Very possible. But they didn't. I believe we won it, and we put it down ice, and they got maybe in the <coughs> zone for like five seconds, and we put it up ice again. They didn't have any real threat. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Schwartz says, it was relentless. It was a gutsy effort by us. I don't know about relentless, but they were not re- relentful. Uh... You you said walking through it might help me understand my emotions. Yeah. I don't think it did. No, me neither. I'm still very lost. I just, I'm so damaged that I just want them to win game six. I know it's not going to happen, but could you do it? Could you please do it? If you do it, I'll believe a little more. I promise I will. I promise I won't say anything bad about your first loss in series two. <laughs> I'll just nod silently and go, that's okay. I... Uh... No, the home team hasn't won yet. The home team hasn't won yet. So it may it makes me feel actually a little good about a game seven. It doesn't make me feel particularly good about a game six. Can I say my darkest thought so we can just move past? Yeah, let's get get it out. Get that swamp out your head. And this is genuinely because I'd experienced this whole game. Folks, put your tinfoil hats on. There is a way in which I wonder if this was the best outcome for the franchise. Only because, and I mean this with all sincerity, this team sucks. No. <laughs> um, only because... We talked about it a lot last time, that this was the same team, mm-hmm. basically, that was... Um, last in the league on January 3rd. And I just want our reaction to this season to be appropriate. Coming into the season... What a downer. Making the playoffs was bare minimum acceptable. It was the bare minimum. A first-round exit coming into the season. Try and bring yourself back to that point. Not you, because I know you can do it very easily. We're very <laughs> negative people, as we've established. But after the O'Reilly trade, with all the hype, Robert Thomas is up. Jake Allen's got a fresh coat of paint. Maybe everything's good there. Um, <clears throat> Fabry's healthy. We all thought Fabry would make a big impact. Well, not well all we didn't, but... <laughs> Again, we're the negative folks. Welcome to the Two Guys No Cup podcast. We have no cup. Do you get uh... it? Do you get it? <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> uh, but if you put yourself in that place, we legitimately we were just like, okay, so this is yeah, it's a playoff a team. playoff team for sure. Like it has to be a playoff team. So now I worry that in hindsight, because of the way the season played out, we're getting so excited by a playoff entry that we're not gonna we're gonna just ignore the problems. That are there, mm-hmm. and so my only concern about this goal is if you if you squeak into the second round, then you can say totally successful season, full steam ahead, 
And I'm worried that that's not the best decision with coaching, with personnel, with mm. front office, all across the board. Steven, I'm going to say you're actually being relatively positive because you're projecting a, us to get to the second that's round true. at this point. That's true. And maybe we still don't. And, and like... That's very obviously in a, a good step for you. In a lot of other very real senses, most senses, of course it's good. For one thing, you're not losing. <laughs> for another thing, more revenue, you get at least three more home games if you make the second round. Yeah. I mean, you get, well, I guess not three more because you were guaranteed game six anyway, but at least two more home games, all of that. Obviously, it's a great thing. I just worry about the decisions we'll make in the offseason, but it's not the offseason yet. Would have felt a lot more like the offseason if we'd lost tonight. Where? How are, How's your head? How are your emotions? Oh, how are you they're feeling? still the same. I don't get it. I'm some. We've kind of lost it in talking about it. We talked about the goals, but Ryan O'Reilly scored a goal. Braden Shen scored a goal. Jaden Schwartz scored a goal. People we were saying need to show up on the score sheet had to. And they did, and one of my only hopes is that this means that they believe a little bit more. This can get them going, at very least, over the you know in game six and game seven. You know, God forbid we need it, but like, hopefully this gives them some sort of belief and just a kick to the nuts. Like, all right, I can score. I can. It's paying off for me. I think Braden Shen. I said it all season. Looks more engaged when he plays physically. But actually, I think this whole series, he's played physically and done nothing else. And almost this, the physicality, especially of this game, if you noticed, not a lot of giant hits in this game at all. I think that there's going to be even... Speaking of giant hits, TJ Oshie. Oh, yeah. Well, we can get to that. Well, okay. Yeah. Remind me. But, like, not a lot of giant hits. I don't think there's going to be very much physicality next game either. Maybe the Blues try and establish it real early just to get in the Jets' heads. I don't know. But I think Braden Shen actually has played a lot better when he just tries to focus on the hockey part of hockey. The the X's and O's, the trying to get the puck to certain people, trying to get in the net. For him, he looked a lot better this game, I thought. Um, Jaden Schwartz finally showing up. He's some of them, some of the things that we harp on have been dumb decisions for sure that he's had this season. Just awful decision on a pass, tons of those. Awful decision on when to make a shot, when not to make a shot. Yeah, but also a good chunk of his poor performances here can be chalked up to some just really shitty luck. I mean, seriously, shooting percentage especially. Yeah, so I don't think if you raise his shooting percentage Mm. to just a base ten percent. You're talking about 15 to 20 goals instead of 8 or 9 or whatever mm-hmm. he had. So, yeah. I was like, yeah, still maybe a little bit of a down year, but like still not nearly as bad as it was. I think he has it in him. I don't think he's ever going to be a game breaker. He had a, a bonkers year last season, you know, before mm-hmm. he went down with the leg injury. He's never going to be that guy. And I think hopefully people understand that. He's just never going to be some world beater. But he is a really great hockey player. He can contribute in the playoffs. Uh, I liked seeing Tarasenko out there a little pissed off today. Sometimes that gets him going. And I thought he seemed pretty engaged. I thought the whole team, as the game went along, despite the the Corsi 4 percentage, looked like they were getting more and more into the game, which always boggles my mind 
when you're away? Mm -hmm. Like, why aren't the Jets just shutting you down now Mm. or putting the foot on the gas? I mean, credit to the Blues for keeping Liney off the score sheet this game, just keeping most of their guys quiet, uh, despite the first period looking just fucking dog shit defensively. Shore that up. Maybe don't do that no more. (laughs) (laughs) There have been so many times in the first period where we had two defensemen behind the net, and I guess that's the third forward, you know, that needs to be down there defending uh, the guy in front of Bennington. And they weren't doing that either. They kind of got better as the game went along. But please, for the love of God, just play a tight game on Saturday. That's all I'm asking for. If you lose, it sucks. It's awful. But can you at least lose, like, a game you just tried your hardest at? Mm-hmm. Played the best, tightest game you have all season, all series long? Um those are all my my random thoughts. Bennington, another great game. If there's one thing I can take away from this playoff series, barring like him imploding in a game six or seven, is that he's shown that he can handle the pressure. I'm not worried about him I don't as a know playoff that he's goalie. Goaltender yeah. going forward, but I think he's your goaltender. Yeah. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a reason for you to be like, oh, I don't know if he has it. Like I don't know what else you're going to do. And I think what really helps, I mean, game three was pretty bad. It wasn't all him. Yeah, yeah. But I think it helps. It's helped to see him be human at times. Mm -hmm. You know, there were a couple of later games in the season where he wasn't bad at any point, but he was just kind of like, okay, you could have had that. Mm. And in a weird way, just because of how hot he was, it's kind of good to see that and see him bounce back from it because it's like, okay, even if he's not on fire constantly, he can still be pretty good. And again, like, I'm not crapping on Jake Allen, but league (laughs) average would be a distinct improvement from where we've been the last few years. If you just don't have any giant lapses, any Januaries, uh-huh. you know, of previous seasons, you're finishing, I mean, even this season, you're finishing first in the Central end, giving everyone else's finish easily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jaden Schwartz had 13, 11 goals on the year. If you raised his shooting percentage to 10% from 6%, it would have been 18, which, again, wouldn't have been a great season, but mm-hmm. it would have looked very different. Well, he was also injured for... Of course. Yeah, as you do. Issue, as but. you do. <laughs> but he's only 26 still. I mean, he'll that, be 27 entering next season, but that still boggles my To mind. me, that was a John Kelly. It was six inches. <laughs> was like, which way? I'm like, is 26 old or young? I mean, it, I it's just young. For, he's 26. I would have thought he was like 27 plus. Do you look at these people? You just had a birthday. Uh-huh. Do you look at these people and you go, man, I can't wait to be Jaden Schwartz's age. Uh-huh. But then you realize he's two years younger yep. than you. It's disgusting in every conceivable way. He has less hair than I do. So, the oh, that's true. That's true. It's hey, oh. Kevin Shattenkirk, then Jaden Schwartz, mm-hmm. and then you. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, so, yeah. So, game six... In St. Louis on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday. You got it. I wonder where I'll have to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A little bit of an inside joke, folks. Don't worry about it. So, should we talk about the stuff we didn't talk about last episode? Sure. 
Also, uh, you know how you said you wanted to talk 20 minutes about our game tonight, Tops? Mm-hmm. It's 45. Yeah. And counting. Um, that was when we were going to lose, though. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Holy shit. Yeah. The Columbus, we have never won a playoff series, a playoff series in our history. The Columbus, we've never sniffed the second round Blue Jackets go from being up 2 nothing and a post away from being up 3 nothing on the Washington Capitals last year to sweeping the President's Trophy winning, tied for the most wins in NHL history, being Tampa Bay Lightning in what was not a particularly close series Mm -hmm. at any point other than the first game. The Lightning were up three to nothing in the first game. Mm. The Blue Jackets rallied back for a crazy four three win, which maybe this gives the Blues a little hope because it was there was no looking back at that point from off the floor on the board basically. <laughs> and um, it's someone accumulated like a bunch of the tweets from different fan bases on Twitter. After it was 3-0, in the, because they think the first period ended 3-0. And that's all these, like, welcome to the show, Columbus, or like, you know, oh, this is not going to be a fun series for Columbus. And of course, you're going to tweet that. You know, nothing against those people. That's what you believe is going to happen. So but whole, holy shit. And all, I got to give... Holy shit, like... I want to give full marks to Columbus because, like, at any point in time, you could just start to feel overwhelmed. Like, just mentally thinking, oh shit, this is Tampa Bay. Like, start almost respecting them too much and letting them back into this. But maybe when you're coached by John Tortorella, you don't respect the other team at all. They they handled them so well. So well. They destroyed him. Yeah. And for a guy, you know, John Cooper, who I love and respect as one of the best coaches in the league, for a guy in John Tortorella who constantly gets shat on by the media, with good reason, <laughs> as like a super overrated coach. Yeah. I don't know if it was X's and O's or just pure piss and vinegar motivation, but he was giving them something. Something mm-hmm. was going on. And for the years of Sergei Bobrovsky can't do it in the playoffs, Sergei Bobrovsky can't cut it in the playoffs, mm-hmm. shut him down. Shut them down. He's... Ba- I mean, he how, he added, I think, whatever number his contract was going to start with, mm-hmm. added two to it. I literally do. I think it went from six to eight or seven to nine just off this series, unless he just melts down. <laughs> I thought you were putting like a two in front of it. I'm like, from from eight <laughs> from million, to million to 28 million? million? <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Uh, yeah. One and a half at least. Like, this... He was so low in the esteem of everyone, unless Florida was just going to say, name your price. Mm. Oh, they might. And they might still. But, like, now, I think there will be a bidding war. Yeah, playoffs, they're not getting paid in the playoffs, but playoffs can make or break you. getting paid in the playoffs. John Cooper says, in today's game, with parody... Everyone is that close. If I was, no. a, if I was a Lightning fan, I'd be like, fuck you, dude. 
There's the, it's also just not true. Well, especially when you're tied for the most the, wins ever in the NHL. You're one of the best teams ever. Other teams, especially Columbus, three, isn't that close. 40 goal scorers. Oh, they do have Artemi Panarin. I was going to say, does Columbus have a 30? I bet they don't have two 30s. I bet they don't have another 30 goal scorer. I'll look it up right I'll now check. unless you want to. There's no parity between these teams, and it's not even a shot at Columbus. They both wear blue. <laughs> White Whites away. Yeah, well, you're right, parity. <laughs> um, a parody on parody. Exactly. Very oh. well done. But, like, no, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. My God. That's, so let's talk about this. Because... This part of it is a story that I hadn't heard, and it baffles me to my core. The Tampa Bay Lightning had a pregame pep rally before game one. And they brought the honest-to-God guy with the shitty blonde mullet carrying the honest-to-actual-God real fucking Stanley Cup to this pep rally and put it on stage with Cage the Elephant. What in the actual fuck? (laughs) And listen, I'm not really the superstitious guy, but for one thing, your hockey players are. Without doubt, without question, your hockey players are superstitious because they're all crazy. And more than that, what right do you have to have the Stanley Cup before game one of the playoffs? I was like, if anything, that's with Washington, not you. Sure, Washington but I mean, even can then, have it. Yeah. Has Tampa... They've won a cup. Won one cup, right? John but it Tortorella. Was like, he was coaching them? Yeah. I don't think I even knew that. But it was like 15 years ago now, right? It was like 2004. It was before the lockout, right before that, the lockout. That wouldn't be 15 years, just for yeah. the record. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, that's no more... They haven't won a cup really any more recently than Tampa, or than Toronto in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, as, I mean, with again, as much as the league has shifted in 15 Well, a lot years. of time we'll talk about, yeah, salary cup era, so. And so. Salary cap era. What are you thinking? What the, what, what were you thinking? Great choice on Cage the Elephant, though, by the way. Are they I from, mean, are they from Tampa? I don't know. They're from the Florida just, area? They're just a, a sick band. I like them quite a bit. Artemi Panarin. Had 28 goals this season. They did have a 40 goal scorer, though. And your furrow brow. Maybe he was overall, but not like on their team. Um, Cam Atkinson? Correct. Cam Atkinson had 41 goals, 20 assists for 69. Points. Cage the Elephant are from nice. Bowling Green, Kentucky. I was going to say, they're nice. from, like, Tennessee or Kentucky. What a weirdo. But they're a cool band. I, I, I'm baffled by this sweep. You I'm deserve baffled. to be swept. Oh, they deserve for, for the For the, for the cup, cup alone. Oh, God, yes. John Cooper's a good coach, but, like, at a certain Fire point... Him. did him. He, he needs... 
<laughs> trade to us? Him. Yes. You have to trade him. He got X and O'd, man. You have to trade, and, and I know Elliot Friedman says they can't change anything. That team's too good. Oh, no, 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 no. From a fan, I want you, changes. Not even from a fan. No, no, you have to make a massive change. What I don't get is they said they're such a good team. I don't think, they're not that good. I mean. Well, his not, argument was that, like, they didn't play any meaningful games for the last, like, two months or something. shit argument. And he goes, so of course they weren't, re- or that, well, he's like, then they weren't ready. By that rubric, they didn't play meaningful games all season. Isn't that going to, if you have the it's same. A shit argument. If you have it's the same shit. amazing team, isn't this just going to happen again shit then? shit argument, yes. They're not going to play meaningful games it's February on next argument. year either. They didn't fucking show up. That's what happened. That's I know, that's the dumbest thing. They're. They really did a big job to pat uh, the lightning on the back in 31 Thoughts. Like, you know what? They're such a good team. And, you know, sweep, it sucks. And they're Fuck all them. frustrated, but so, it's okay. I'm like, thing. no, it's not. It's not okay. Sean McIndoo on the of The Athletic, Down Goes Brown, was on Puck Soup, which is also the podcast it's regularly <laughs> featured on. And he kind of was making the point, this was a couple weeks ago, this was before the sweep, but he was like, well, even if Tampa Bay doesn't win the cup mm-hmm. they're the best team in hockey this year he said because the stanley cup playoffs are a different animal and just winning them doesn't mean you're the best team and i hate people that say well no washington was the best team last year because they won the cup and to a certain extent i agree with him however <laughs> tampa bay is not the best team this year not if you get swept you can't not win a game in the playoffs the playoffs is still the whole goal. Yeah. It's, President's trophies don't mean shit. It's still the best 16 Does teams. Does anyone in this fan base look back fondly and think, oh, but we won a President's trophy that one time. If you're out there, tell me, and I will send you hugs and kisses because you need higher standards. <laughs> well, it just mirrors this because we got ousted in the first round against the Sharks. Oh, but we took at least seven games. And that's what I'm saying is, like, if you... When you talk to a Blues fan and you talk about the President's Trophy season, you immediately think, the I do, is the about how they beat us. About. And so, like, there's no way. About, there's uh, no way they talk about this this season without going, oh, fuck, that was the season we just got blitzed and 4 0 by Columbus. You think about that's all it. the wasted potential. That's, what, that's the whole story of the season. That's you're, all there is. I know we're super downers, about, but yeah, your season was you're wasted. You're not talking about 340 goal scores. Nope. You're not talking about friggin' 62 wins. You're only, I mean, you are talking about those things, but only in mm-hmm. light of how you friggin' blew it. And the, at least the Blues took it to seven games. Yeah. Like, once you get to a game seven, anybody's ball game, really. Yeah, it's just it's just a one-game playoff. It, oh, my God, it's mind-boggling. That's the thing. If the Blues get ousted in game seven, sucks, we'll hate it, we'll yell about it. It's just one of many disappointments in this franchise, and we're you'll just kind of forget, and you'll go, you know what? Wasn't that the season that like we won eleven in a row? I'm like, yeah, that was the season Bennington was around. I'm like, oh yeah, that was nuts. And like, what happened in the playoffs? Same shit as usual. You don't, and, and you don't really care like two or three years from now. You think about it, but like, I'm not just fucking boiling over us losing to the Hawks in the first round in 2014 anymore. Just happened. But this for the Lightning. No, you might not forever. boil over it, but there's You're a pox. Angry forever. There's a pox on that whole season. Oh yeah. I think someone said no. That's still an amazing season. I'm like no, it is. 
It was wasted, though. I can tell you, honest to God, I would rather miss the playoffs than have 128 points and get swept. Oh, yeah. Round. Oh, I'd much rather. I'm much rather what happened to the Blues last year. Missed by a point. I know, there are fa- I know there are fans out there who just have the opposite view, and God bless you, that's great. But to me, not even a question. I don't even hesitate for a second. <laughs> because just think about what they're feeling still. Uh, think about how bad we would have felt if the Blues had lost this game tonight with another chance to not lose yeah, the Yeah, to series. still win. Yeah. And with the weird-ass, backwards-ass way we made it to the playoffs at all to begin with. Think about how bad we would have felt. I can't comprehend what it's like to be a Lightning fan right now. I cannot comprehend I don't even it. know what we would you say. You didn't win a game. It's not... It's so, like... Not that a five-game loss would have really been any different, but somehow it's massive. Ah, the gentleman sweep. <laughs> exactly, my <laughs> favorite term in sports. But like, you didn't win a game. You just didn't show up, and I don't know. I know they just extended Cooper, so they can't fire him. But I don't know how you don't trade him, or you don't friggin' trade Stamkos, or just you have to send. A super huge message. You have for one thing, you have to figure out how the hell you're gonna pay Braden Point unless you trade Braden Point. But you have Offer to send sheet. a major message to somebody somehow. They kept talking about Stamkos having like a bum shoulder and that was the big issue. And I'm like, you had a whole other twenty two players. Team is better than that's just such a bad you know, that's like it's not quite the college team playing the NFL team, but like yeah. everyone on your team is better than everyone on the Blue Jackets. <laughs> Did they were they out in seven in the conference final last year to the Capitals? Uh, I th- or was I, it six? I think it was six. It was back to back shutouts to end it, though, right? Oh my God! It Against was back to back shutouts uh, to end it. So they've not been so very good for a little six bit. <laughs> playoff games in a row of just total disappointment, I think. I believe it. That oh, sounds right. Oh my god. I just I say any more words you have. <laughs> I think we're so fixated on this because we just talk about endless despair a lot recently and this is like literally we've watched the nightmare play out in front of us. The only difference is not the blues. Thank God, yeah. If you're not if you're not a Blues fan or a Jets fan, this is the biggest story in hockey. You know, outside of this, our respective playoff series, like it's ginormous. Three to nothing, four to nothing, back to back. Wow. And then swept the next year. Unbelievable. Uh, the Penguins. Also got swept. <laughs> did you see? Did you see this uh, meme of like? I think it's the like protector. Yeah, the yeah, protector one. It's, it's the best meme. The I've little seen. kid laying down, and it says they're the penguins. And then there's like the big army guy getting shot and on fire, protecting the little kid, and it says the lightning. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, pretty much. So true. The penguins get swept by the Islanders. Don't look good doing it. Yeah, but at least the penguins a won two cups recently. Won two in the last three years, and then on top of it. We're like, everyone already kind of thought they were sort of falling yeah, apart. So, so this I, felt a lot more natural. It felt like we kind of disagreed with it on this the other day, but this is, the dynasty's done. 
for me. Like, I'm not saying they'll be bad yeah. going forward. I think they'll still make the playoffs and be a tough elimination, but I don't think they're winning another cup. Yeah, I think... Unless they have some fluky thing where they get, like, a new young star and, like, he can That's the of... problem, is they going to have to trade for him. They ain't got much on the cover board there. Yeah, and they ain't got cap space either, mm. so... I could see them... Well, they're obviously going to trade Kessel at some point, because yeah, they talk about it so summer. much. Uh Maybe there was. Remember, there were talks of trading Malkin right before they won their first of the two cups. Maybe it comes back into play. I mean, God forbid I write off Sidney Crosby because that would just be a dumb as shit. Well, dude. that's the thing. <laughs> I agree with Elliot Freeman when he says if you got like stars like that, like the star of the NHL, you always got to go for it as long as you, you know, as long uh-huh. as he's around. But yeah. There's only so much Sidney Crosby can do on his own. But it's and I think it's it's comparable to when the Predators swept the. Blackhawks, because yeah. I don't think at the time we were like, oh, the Blackhawks are done, done. But then f- on top of everything else, the Blackhawks went out because of what had happened, and they did a bunch of dumb shit, mm. like trade Artemi Panarin for Brandon Saad. And they made themselves worse overreacting to what yeah. they had uh, experienced, and God knows Jim Rutherford doesn't have... A slow trigger finger. So. He'll just be the same old guy. Makes plenty of trades. Yeah, but those trades could be bad. They have Jack Johnson on their team, so. And he won't hesitate. No, that's Jason Mraz. They're the same person. Name a Jack Johnson song, Ian. I don't know. Sand on my feet. Great. I'm sure he says it. (laughs) Now name a Eric Goodbranson song. Honest to God, Eric Goodbranson sounds like he could be just like a soft pop alternative singer. Like, oh, who's down at the Chaffetz tonight? (laughs) Oh, I think it's Eric Goodbranson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who's opening for him? I don't know. Jason Todd. (laughs) (laughs) How many? How much are tickets? 50 bucks. Ooh. (laughs) A little steep. A little steep. I'd rather go shoot up heroin. I can play a timpani in my own house. Um, (laughs) so yeah, I mean, the Islanders will face the winner of Capitals. Hurricanes. I think the Islanders are losing that series, whatever it is. You think they're going to lose to the Hurricanes? (laughs) Because that's what the series is going to be. I think if the Hurricanes prevail, like it looks like they might, on a little bit of a heater, it could be bad. Man, that'd be an awesome series because and who I the thought, fuck thought that was going to happen? Let's, like... I want full board just insanity. I mean, I don't want to... If we make it to the second round, I don't want to face s- Dallas, but I want it to be Dallas, I us, still want, Knights, Avs... I still want Bruins over Toronto. Canes, Isles, Bruins. And who's the other one? Blue Jackets. And Blue Jackets, yeah. <laughs> I still want Bruins over Toronto just to shatter the psyche mm. of Toronto area fans. But God, the rest of it would be so, so sweet. Also, because if that was the other final, the rest of the final eight, Toronto would be as good a team to bet on as any, and I don't want that. But Yeah, it's like they slowly turn into the favorite all of a sudden. Um, Elaine Vigneault. To the Flyers, Tom McCollin to the Snooze Kings. Snooze fast. God, this league sucks. <laughs> no one is going to hire that Gromberg dude. Actually, I take it back. Buffalo will. They'll still suck. It won't be his fault. They'll fire him. 
Sorry, Anthony. Buffalo hired and signed as in like an international free agent whose last name is also Ristolainen. So that'll be fun next year. Apparently, Ristolainen is French for Swedish, and this Ristolainen is a Finn. So <laughs> figure that all out. It's not my business to tell you what it means. It's God's we business. Got, we got to turn it back around. Uh, to the TJ Oshie. Yeah, Fogel, Vogel. Fogela. John Fogela. For a hole in your roof for a whole new Fogela. Yeah, a guy that NHL 19 made up in a name generator. <laughs> Murdered TJ Oshie. Uh, and got a two-minute minor for it. It's worth your time. Yeah, I don't think T.J. Oshie returns to the playoffs. I think his wrist, his, arm, his, yeah. his wrist or his shoulder is all swirly now. I was waiting for him to like take his glove off and for it to be like, you know, 45-degree angle. And be like, Cogtown Fracture! <laughs> Call him back the oldies, folks. Um, yeah, not a good look. Just, uh, I mean, it was a boarding penalty. He needs, he's going to be suspended because he's a no-name. He's going to get a two-game suspension. Um, and that'll be that. And then TJ Oshie won't play. Ever again? Ever again. <laughs> Ever <laughs> Such downers. Um. The Avs are up 3-1 on oh, Calgary. so much to talk about. What's happening in Kale McCarr is really good, which we all knew, but we yeah. did also. It's happening, and John for Tom for Comfort scored two game-tying goals that sent him into overtime that they won both of which they weren't that good in overtime in the regular season, according to Jordan, which is especially confusing because they should be because they have Nathan McKinnon on the ice, mm-hmm. and that should be like an automatic overtime winner. Did, so, you, did you see Grubauer's save on Backlund? Uh-uh. It's literally he's out, you know, he's guarding both posts with his legs. He's in full splits. He's on his belly, just beat because it was back-and-forth passing. Backlund just has to get it up over his pad. He does get it. In the area just above his pad, and Grubauer decides, I'm going to pop my leg up one puck length enough. Oh, my God. He saves with the top of it, and it's right before he fires it, and he's like, you know what? He'll probably put it right here, and just pops it up, and it's like, no fucking way. I was literally in my bed this morning going, Jesus fucking Christ. Are you serious? And it made me hate our series more. It's like, we don't get nothing fun. Well, it's more fun when your team's not, you know, in it. And you're not scared out of your ass. Screaming in terror the whole time. But yeah, that series is nuts. And I hope the Avs win because, you know, fuck Calgary. I don't know. Calgary down 3-1. Yep. Series returning to Calgary. Yeah. Vegas now up three to two. Yeah, I'm after pretty five sure. two loss tonight, I did check. Oh, five two. Okay, I'm thinking probably. Was that the first? That was game one score. I don't think Vegas is going to have any trouble putting that away in mm. one of the remaining two games. Blues are up three two. Still doesn't sound right, but yep. Dallas. Is that a 2-2 series still? 2-2, two, two, yeah. Tomorrow night's in the next But they, like, 5-1 them last night. we're back to a weirdly three-nighter. Yeah, they 5-1 them last night. Yeah. Pulled Rene. Subban ran Ben into the boards as he was, like, falling down. Looked a little iffy. Looked a little P.K. Subban Yeah, <laughs> I think that's just Subani. a now. The Jackets swept the Lightning. The Islanders swept the Penguins. The Capitals and Hurricanes are tied at two. And the jet, the uh, Bruins and Maple Leafs are tied at two. 
A lot of good first-round hockey left to yeah. play. A lot of hockey left, Stephen. Oh, God. How God. did the Blues win? The Blues have won. I'm so confused. I still feel like we're talking oh about a lot. You know what just hit me? You know what just hit me? If they win one more game, we're going to have to do this shit all over again from square one. We didn't even have a podcast. I remember thinking that after we beat Dallas in 2015 or 2016 i was like this is only halfway there whoa (laughs) living on a prayer i don't think my little heart can take Mm -mm. it i am going to have less hair than kevin shattenkirk when i pull it all out and eat it during Mm. these postseason. that's one of his things oh folks it's a long night do you have more words to say no it's 12.30 a.m. as we finish recording this on April 19th. Good Friday. Happy Good Friday, mm. everyone. I don't think that's really an appropriate expression. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> you know, a person was crucified a long time ago. So enjoy your day. I had the day off because the stock markets are closed on Good Friday, and therefore the business I work at, which has nothing to do with the stock markets, stop asking questions. Uh is closed, which seems like a weird oxymoron to me, but hey, they respect it. Hey, good for them. Um, any last thoughts? Um, I don't know. I'm just just kind of dumbfounded. Feel like I was on the edge tonight, and now maybe I don't need to be on the edge so much anymore. But I'm I'm still gonna be there. But maybe not. Maybe not so much. And. I think we're living on the edge, and that's fine. I think we're going to... I think, <laughs> I think, I think we're going to win game six. Wow. Oh, boy. End the podcast now before he takes it back. <laughs> Folks, until we talk next time, good night. Let's go, Blues. And we love you. Wahoo! But everyone I know